Hello and welcome to Tech Comedy Live. This is Vijay and the trio is back this time and we are discussing something very personal to us. That is in fact racism in the Indian community or should I say Southeast Asian community as there are variations of this bigotry all over the place. So as we dig deep, we ask the question, what is the issue with racism within the Indian community? Why are we so complicit? We need to call it out. We see it happen all the time and we need to do something about it. There's no point of being this model, quiet people who are building the empire in the corner while things happen right in front of us and we need to care more often. Racism in the Indian community. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, especially with the way, not just in general, but the way we are complicit about uh, the, the racism faced by black people. We just see it and then we just avoid it. Mm-hmm. We look at it and go, ah, not my problem. I'm sitting right over here. And yeah. So who wants to start? Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we kind of... Yeah, that's not my problem. Screw those guys. <laughs> What do you mean speak for yourself? Oh, well, tell me, what, what, what would you say to that? I don't think we're... Well, well I'm not going to say we are being complicit. The Indian community, the, the, in Southeast Asian community. The so, Southeast Asian? Yeah, I'd like, we could talk about South African Indians, maybe. Yes, I don't think South that's Africa, much of a difference, though. It's a very uh, different like, perspective. I can't speak for India. No, no, you, you, need, you speak for South African Indian generation specifically. I'm coming from the foreign Indian, the Indians who moved oh, to South course, Africa. Sri Lanka, I forget that. Yes, so <laughs> I'm bringing that perspective. So, which is a very interesting viewpoint as well, which is also very strange and also needs to be squashed. So from a yeah. South African perspective, uh, the black people, uh, I've seen a lot of tweets complaining that in South African Indians are very racist to black people and they've oh, had very bad experiences and Indians in general here, local and international, mm. um, turn a blind so, eye when they see a black man suffer. Sorry, what was the last statement? We tend to turn a blind eye when a black man is suffering. Well, my observation of, of people in virtually every race group and mostly of the call it the later generation so 40 years and older mm-hmm. um are very clingy towards their own particular group and it doesn't have to be a racial group it can be a religious group it can be a um, cultural group um and uh, even a family group like um there's there's families of of similar race, similar religion, who will turn a blind eye to to other people in in distress because it doesn't concern them. So it comes down just to another form of us and them, rather than explicitly being a a racist thing. And 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 that's what it is across the board. I think worldwide, if you're looking at it, it's it's groups of people who are like those people don't look like us we've got to take care of the people who look like us first and foremost and then everyone else falls by the wayside in generations of um let's say under 40 under the age of 40 that's 
blurred a lot more. So there's a lot more integration. There's a lot less us and them, or there's us and thems of, of, of a different variety um, that don't fall into the, the, the racial, um, cultural, religious boxes as much because those have become a lot more blurred, but there's other groups that have, have formed. So my take on this is it's just an, it's just, it's a form of othering. So you've got your, um, your Indian folk who are racist, but just because that's, it's their form of othering um, or, uh, you know, um, and then you've got, let's say a younger group of people who are not necessarily racist, but may shun people based on um, their viewpoints or the fact that they're not environmentalists or not as, um, I don't know, open to veganism, for example, you know, so there's a whole different, different ball game there, but, but people, my observations, people just generally have a, if a boxes that they place people in themselves and then people who are not themselves. You could, okay. You could actually frame that as racism in a, in a, in a way. No, no, it is. No, no, there's, there's, there's definitely racism, but racism is like a, a subset of this greater problem of othering. Of othering. Yes. Prejudice. And, and prejudice. when people yeah. prejudice by race, that's yes. one of the biggest othering there is. I don't necessarily know if it's the biggest othering. It's it's the most um, visible othering. Yeah, yeah. The one where laws, one where most of the things that affect people's lives, where the rules are based on, are based on that specific prejudice. Yes, and that's but that's also from a white perspective, in the sense where you can clearly see that there's there's a a difference in. Um, I'm going to use skin tone because skin tone is the most common thing. But mm. at the same time, you can go to a country like India, you can go to a country like Sri Lanka, and I mean, even a country like South Africa, and then you've got racism happening where people pretty much look the same, but they are different religions or different cultures or different countries. India mm-hmm. is a perfect example of that. I mean, one nature, I mean, one race but mm-hmm. there still is prejudice or a subset of prejudice akin to racism. Mm-hmm. And obviously it falls with, I mean, there's always a reason to have that kind of racism. So I, I think in India, it's more predominant around uh, class definition, I think it's, which is mm-hmm. more, I think it, it has been demolished or it, it's uh, illegal these mm-hmm. days, but the whole uh, caste system is a, is a way of uh, prejudice in India. Uh, and using that, I think because that's had a very historic, uh, or a, I think ancient traditions, uh, it it kind of boils down to the fairer you are, the more superior you are, the darker you are, the more down the line of the caste system that you are. And even though that's been abolished and it's not uh, legal anymore in India, I think most people or some people at least uh, still kind of reference that even though it's not true. And some uh, surveys were done, I don't know how long ago and how wide it is, 
or how sorry how wide it was they asked the question um who whom of you would be least likely to have a neighbor that's different from you and they specified difference based on race would you be okay with it or not and india came out the worst as the worst in terms of wanting someone i mean they were going down to details they didn't even go to africa or black they were like if the guy is a darker version of my caste no if he is yeah. um a different uh, if he is a different religion for me even if same language no different language no so they like jeez there's like a lot of othering within the indian culture which is what exacts exacerbates the racial prejudice elsewhere and because of the softer nature of india indians tend to be more pacifist so they are very complicit they just um, ignore it even if they experience it they'll ignore it and carry on and and i mean i've i've sat with people uh, who say why do you do this because indians need to work we need to silently build our empire so you know need to get this done and be in a position that only when you can stand head to head do you do you do it otherwise you you know you work silent like the chinese you work silently build build the empire while everyone else is fighting yes um on twitter and facebook that that's also so, other concept though because it it's not it's 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 a it's it's a system it's it's a i mean we we've been with the with the blm movement a lot of focus has been on the the system in place particularly in um uh, white dominant countries um that perpetuates this um this differences and perpetuates the othering and if you look at mm. a place like india for example the the system has been in place for centuries and it's it's what's the steep in politics and what system, system are you referring to in india you can specifically call it a caste system yes yes, yes okay okay more than just a caste system that you've got the, the 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 caste layers um that, that's i mean from let's say go go from monarchy down to uh peasant or pleb um the un- the untouchables the untouchables um but layered on top of that is is the various cultural religion tribal um as uh, differences as well other uh, groups yes 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 and so basically you've got got a got a, a religious um <clears throat> foundation of of othering you've got a political foundation of othering and people have been generations have been brought up with with this as their norm so what's happening now is you've got a lot of i mean as much as you you've said that the 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 caste system is not legal anymore it's still in the minds of people who've lived through it for centuries yeah. Yeah. um passed exactly. it on through to and their their grandkids and whatnot and again i will get come back to the fact that right now for the most part there's the generational gap of the older generation still kind of locked into these ideas that have been perpetuated for for centuries whereas the younger generation are a bit more open minded they've got access to the internet they've got a a a, um, a a more curious mindset they're they're more um wanting to connect with other people and therefore they 
their view of the world is 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 a little different and and I'm generalizing but it's 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 yes. different yeah. from the the elder generation and you can see that across the board not for just sure. in india um for sure in south africa but I, well the younger yeah. generation of integrating in the older generation but i feel like i think that uh, what what you said is 100% true sorry uh, sorry i just wanted to finish off the point in the sense that yeah is a a system that has been in place and so it's it's a psychological thing that's that's been integrated into a lot of people who don't question it because that's just how things are mm. and if you don't question the thing and it, it's just as it is then there's there's nothing to change if you get my my 100%, my job. 100% yes yes mm. if you don't question it then the system won't change yeah so 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 you, you you're not just talking about people who are aware of what they're doing you're talking about a, a a huge populace from india across the world who have this mindset of of differences and othering and always looking at the the people who are not us because like you were saying they they they've been conditioned into we've got to build the empire first instead of taking the individuals into account and that's a big problem because if you're not seeing a person as a person then it's easy to see them as not a person and and when you can see some a, a person as a not person then it's easy to do bad things to them and not think that you're a bad person yeah yeah so i i've got a point though about this so the way i see it is that this is very similar to how um models on the catwalk used to be defined i think like a few i wouldn't say decades but at least like a quite a while back where it used to be the skinny uh the skinny look just literally clothes hanging off them and then came a movement it was very subtle it wasn't like a, a massive movement as this but where voluptuous women were also considered beautiful because there was a standard of like oh, beautiful women were only skinny this kind of image you know that that can walk the catwalks uh and there was a subtle movement uh, i think they are more and more now uh, voluptuous women at least now doing the catwalks not this skinny coke addict heroin addict kind of looking woman you know seriously which is a judgment in itself by the way yeah 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 so that kind of sub- <laughs> so that focus <laughs> no, so that kind of subtly changed right and i feel with india especially um, i mean uh, i'm not uh discounting south africa but i think that could uh, this could apply to a lot of other countries but i think more so to india because india has got a massive fascination with bollywood and bollywood sets a precedent on beauty standards as well because a lot of the miss india's miss universes uh are idolized uh they also appear on on a lot of these bollywood movies and a lot of them also then end up doing endorsements and and what you find also on tv is uh, what the media is also to blame is uh skin whitening a uh, lot of commercials on that so add bollywood add these high standards of beauty where you get miss universe miss worlds end up being actresses and actors uh bollywood is a super elite compared like as elite as as cricket is and you've got these unnatural standards that are being set up and even though it's not purposefully mentioned that being fair is better there's all this subliminal messaging that's being sent through that even though a system has been abolished 
um, the newer generation will still kind of integrate into that. You understand what I'm saying? It, and and I feel yeah. like that system needs to change completely. Where similar to the well, whole model system is changing um, with the new generation, and and it's 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 not it's not going to go in one generation. It's going to be a few generations down the line for sure. Um, across the world, systems are changing as old people die and and younger people take their place. Um, the, the 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 it's not an issue. It's just that it's going to take time because there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot of older people still in existence. I mean, you've got these world leaders who are in their 70s and 80s um, who are still holding on, not holding on, but perpetuating the the mindset that they've grown up with, which is decades outdated. I, think very, uh, I mean, really it's millennia outdated, but, you know, yeah, you get I mean, what very, get. <laughs> I mean, very, very outdated. I mean, these guys, they will pass... They will pass a kidney stone faster than any other laws to actually make change, <laughs> yeah. right? So I, in fact, let me give you a, a story from my perspective of coming to South Africa in terms of we can hear your candy wrapper. Um, that is, I think that is Tipu. Sorry, say again. Sorry, I, th- I think can, you're eating something. Wrapper. Some wrapper that you're unwrapping. No, no, it wasn't me. No, not me. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But anyway, let me give you the story. Um, so as I was growing up, I noticed uh, people don't adapt. They're very, very slow. They will, they will create a smaller version of their village in the middle of Texas. You've seen it, right? In the middle yeah. of nowhere, there's a spy shop and everything, the temple is set up or whatever, the church is set up. It, and it's like exactly their street imprinted in Middle East Texas. And a lot of racial tension has happened because the white folks are saying, but if you're coming to Texas, why don't you use some of our stuff and why don't you integrate into society because we are welcoming you to Texas, uh, you know, and they don't. So from Wait, their perspective... Before you carry on, no, no, before you carry on, can, can, can we also just clarify that what? what some people are also meaning is you've got to do it like we do it, not like you do it. Yes. Yeah, but I'll, I can so, argue so that that's both sides of that. It's, 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 it's integration from both sides. Exactly. exactly. Uh, true, true. Yeah. Uh, the expectation is, of course, there is a balance. I mean, there has to yeah. be yeah. the give, meaning you've got to be able to bring your unique self there. That's the reason why you're there, because you're bringing additional culture, additional uh, source of thinking, which means additional source of revenue for the United States. That's how America makes its money. Immigration has made Trillions, right? Yeah. On the other hand, it needs to happen in such a way that people are united so you are not left behind and create a division in society because America is trying to move this way and you're trying to stay that way. Uh, in fact, I can be a proper Indian uncle. I'll give you my, my, my Indian uncle story. When I realized I became an Indian uncle, right? Um, <laughs> when I left the city, I'm waiting for my wife to come through and this uh, older gentleman, Indian gentleman, came to me, and he couldn't speak English. And I thought he also landed, maybe he, he also just arrived. Um, he's trying to sort out his paperwork. And he's trying to ask me, he can call his wife to pick him up. And I said, oh, you, your wife is already here. Oh, yeah, we lived here already. We, we lived here for 22 years. And, and 
and that and that that actually got me to think this is why i can understand why people are being very anti immigration if you're living for yes. that long yes you can't be bothered to at least learn some of the languages and some of the cultures plus bringing your own there for sure i mean for that, for that reason i felt sympathy and also understood why indians are are racist as they are is because of that particular behavior is very unique to indians the chinese when they come here they even change their first name in order to adapt they want to be as well welcomed as possible so they change their first name so many uh, chinese people who have traditional names are named jimmy and john and fred and all that because they want to fit in so they're trying to do what they can to adapt but indians uh, will never do that it's so hard but yes you if, wanted to say something I don't know if it's an active racism thing but I think it's there's an element of fear I, I don't know why that that element of fear is there but they there's obviously a desire to to leave their native country to to seek opportunities out uh, elsewhere which is commendable right that takes courage but on the same coin there's there's still some sort of fear that's holding them back that that doesn't want to integrate with everybody else learn the cultures because for some reason they see that as, as uh, not uh, as inferior i don't know what it is but there might be multiple reasons uh, and and back to your point like you know when you've been yeah. in a country for so many years you should at least know some sort of language to communicate uh, just to better yourself as a human being also just to pride yourself yeah. to know that well I know whatever happens whatever happens the nationalist the nationalistic laws are getting more and more stronger in europe and america even canada even parts of asia indians need to get their act together because they want to to move and bring a better life they want to bring their unique ideas and of course they are because there's so many scientists and engineers coming in that's going to improve those countries obviously right mm. but they need to get their act together and understand that they need to understand if they carry on like this the nationalistic values is going to increase and they are going to kick them out i'm serious like the very very issue that happened in uganda where racism yes. by indians fueled a uh, black man in uganda to become a dictator yeah yeah and and took law in his own hands he ended mm-hmm. up abusing everybody not just indians everybody suffered under him yes correct right i'm talking about idi amin by the way yes. so <laughs> that's yeah if you want to yeah so that's that's exactly it and it keeps happening because we don't respect the things because it comes from the other ring jay talks about and the racist values and everything else put together so when it comes to adapting to new change and expecting others to accept us easily oh yeah we will take that for sure but no we are very complicit so when we see what happened in george floyd when we saw what happened they were the quietest by far and hasan minaj had a show on netflix calling out the asian community saying you need to do more we can't let this lie because you know just like that old saying in the holocaust i was there's something about i was silent and i let them be killed and once they were done they came for us and and the thing and, and to his point also uh, to add on to that point hasan was also saying that uh, where this happened or where, where george floyd was arrested and uh, subsequently killed was outside an an arab indian a man's shop uh one of the cops was also chinese so the asian community were there they were around they they did not do anything in that situation so we are complicit by by being there and doing nothing 
Yes, and, yeah. and, and do you know of, of how Africans uh, who work in India uh, are one of the worst treated of all the workers there because yeah. of skin color? Look at the movies. Oh my goodness, I was watching a comedy. It was actually a full-on comedy where the guy walks in and he says, I'm going to make you reject. Just, just sorry, sorry. Just be, while we're still on the, the previous topic before you go into the movie. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, just, just a comment on what you're saying because I mean, you, you, you're, you're speaking from a very people-on-the-ground individual perspective and that's it's 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 something that we do want we want the individual person the 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 that i think it was an or a chinese uh, policeman he could have stepped up the the arab um indian people in in, in that shop could have stepped up but <clears throat> we're also talking about this the the the, the systemic um, racism that's been set within these various countries. Like, like we were saying in, in India, it, it's, it's politically and religiously, it's been set up that a p- person in the low caste is, is so afraid or so demoted that they wouldn't, they wouldn't put up a fuss. And you have the same thing in America where the, the collective consciousness, the collective races are all tiered and especially again it's more prevalent in the older generation um an arab indian for an older generation is going to go i know that something bad is happening but i'm not going to cause a ruckus because then they're going to come after me and it's that fear that's been supplanted and 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 put into a lot of people's minds to prevent them from from uprising so that's part of the system so it's 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 a it's one thing to call out individuals and say, well, you know, you guys could have done that, and you guys could have done that. But when someone is is brought up in fear of for their life and for their family, they're not going to do anything. You know, it's you've got to be a very it I takes thought- a radical person to to step up and fight the system because that's what they're doing. They're not just saving somebody who's being beaten up on the sidewalk. They are fighting a system of police, sure. a system of government that could um, turn out bad for them. So I just wanted to point that out, that let, let's also not, not point too many fingers at the individuals because there's a whole bigger story there that can be unpacked. But, but I think the common denominator between both is it's about power, right? It would, what I think the U.S. and the, what the current Black Lives Matter movement, uh, what the police, uh, the systematic racism against Black individuals, it's a power, it's a power role, right? And obviously, it, yeah. it came down to it came down to race, and it came down to certain uh, legal uh, clauses that need to be ch- uh, changed. But I think with India is that even though it's the caste system is is uh, illegal, uh, and the law is favoring everyone, there's still a systematic, uh, the, the systematic judgment and racism that's there in yeah, India still, itself. And I feel like, yeah, yeah, for sure, right? But I, and I feel there it's more media uh, media that plays a role in that. Uh, and it still comes down to power. Uh, yeah, well, so right? I'm, not, I, I, I'm not disputing any of the um, avenues that it comes out. So media plays a role. Governments yeah. play a role. Religions play a role. Um, individuals play a role in the sense that your yes. 
parents, your community, mm. if they say don't go and do something, more yeah. often than not, it's going to, you know, raise them because they're like, you've got to stay in your lane because you're going to cause trouble. And then, you know, your, your, your future is going to be at risk and think about your university and da, 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 da. So there's a lot of these things that is systemic. It's, it's, it's. Um, so how do we accelerate it? That's the thing, right? That's the question. How do we accelerate that? Oh, the die out, really. <laughs> it's no, not, because it's not that's going to take. <laughs> sure. Okay. I, that, that's, that's it's, a it's natural progression, that, right? But how do we accelerate that? We are having this also, discussion now. Oh, if you want to, to and, oh, Deepu. Think now is part of the acceleration. These, Deepu, if you want to accelerate it, it is actually up to us and the younger yes. generation to call out the older folks publicly. Yeah, that's yes, exactly 100%. it. Hundred percent. That's it. Okay, so that's at least one good way of doing that. Yeah, I think just being vocal about it. Do you see it? You call it out, and we've well, got just, the technology. Just be, well, there, to, there's to two things: it's right? being a good person, but also not. Unfortunately, we had to re-record a few parts because Jay got disconnected while he was making an important point, so we had to upload his chat separately. So please note that there will be some skips and breaks in between our chats. Let's get right down to it. So a big part of the systematic um, element of racism is convincing, or not just racism, but I mean the whole system is is oppression and race gender culture has been used to justify that oppression at various levels um and within subcultures and within communities and within countries there's there's various levels of oppression like we were saying within india um the lower caste are oppressed by the higher caste. Within the world uh, in general, the lower economic groups, uh, status groups, are oppressed by the higher status groups. And um, just the way the world has, has worked over the last millennia, centuries, the... kind of upper echelon um, of society has been predominantly um, lighter skinned people, European um, of European origin. And predominantly the people at the bottom have been the darker skinned people. And again, I mean, like it's a, it's a very imbalance of, of power, but you see throughout uh, cultures and uh, nations that you're going to get for example, black people in higher status, higher economic um, levels, um, but few and far between. So they're not the the norm per se. Um, and you're going to get white people in uh, lower economic situations as well. But again, that's not the norm. It's not the um, yeah, it's not usual. And anyway, so going back to what's happened over the, when I say years, I'm talking decades and centuries, is the people at the lower levels have been convinced that that's where they belong. So 
even within the last 10 years, within the last 20 years, you get a lot of um, darker-skinned people who don't believe they can have better. So, and, and that's just being part of the system. So you've got a lot of people who've grown up in poverty. You've got a lot of people who've grown up in um, squalor and in, in um, communities that are poor and don't have the resources that are kind of relegated to the, the higher income, higher status, higher level uh, communities. And therefore, those people in the lower levels have a lot more needs that they have to be met. So referring to the, the what's it, Maslow's pyramid of, of the hierarchy of needs, a lot of people at the lower levels have been forced to, to be, to stay at survival. So nowadays where you've got things like, um, you've got a lot more esoteric and spiritual festivals, um, tend to be more white dominant because there's less of a survival need. Those needs are met. And, um, so, so they're higher up on the hierarchy, whereas the majority of dark-skinned people are in still in the lower rung of the hierarchy, and therefore have a, a further way to go to to get to realizing spirituality and realizing self-actualization, realizing creativity and stuff. They still need to get food and water on a daily basis, finding shelter, keeping warm. Those are the priorities. <clears throat> And while those priorities have been, um, remain priorities, <laughs> then those, there's, there's no problem from the lower levels for the higher levels. And that's where the systematic uh, issue comes in, is you've got a lot of older generation who are not wanting to upset the apple cart because they're more concerned about survival than about the the rest of the world or what other people are doing and that's that's another form of the the othering that has been um perpetuated so right now what you're seeing is is a lot more diversity in that there's a lot more younger generation mixed of of various races of various nationalities of various genders of various um statuses, um, maybe not necessarily economical statuses, that still plays a very big factor, but the um, social statuses have kind of blurred as well. And now these these are people who are ready to to put their survival on the line they, to, 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 to ensure that there's a, a better lives for for everyone else for their fellow beings um but that's a new thing that's a, a low generation and what's a, you know, a low generation a new generation thing whereas a lot of the old generation have still the mentality of don't upset the apple basket don't upset the apple cart because we're going to get in trouble and for them trouble means death so you have situations like the um the, the, the George George Floyd incident, where 
you've got people who are not white, who are of various races, but who are standing against a power. Um, the police force in America has established a very strong regime of control. And this is another <laughs> great example of an empire that's convinced its people that it's good through impression. Um, America is very big about talking about freedom, 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 freedom. But when you look at it, very few people are actually free. Um, there's a lot of control around that freedom, and that's not freedom. Control is not freedom. But people have been convinced that control is freedom. And, and when you've that the psychology of it is quite uh, interesting. So there's a lot more nuances to this whole thing. And it's, it's not an overnight change. It's not going to be changed just with words because there's a whole belief system in a variety of people that needs to be, they need to question it. And until they do, it's not going to change. So now you've got a movement that's calling for people to question their beliefs. But humanity traditionally tend not to be very adaptable like that. Um, people don't like reevaluating their beliefs. They, they think that once they believe in something, that's got to be it. And so when people get pushed to change their beliefs or re evaluate the beliefs, then they push back. And again, that's part of the system. When you've got the people that you're oppressing fighting for you, you know, you've got a winning combination there. And um, that's kind of what hap what's happening. You've got these, a lot of people who are convinced of, of the rightness of the system and therefore are defending it without question. And then you've got a bigger group and the group is getting bigger of rebellions who are going, hang on, this doesn't actually make sense. If you really look at it and you really think about it and really kind of start observing and not just blindly believing, then, you know, we, things need to change and we can see that things need to change. So you've got these two factions kind of warring against each other. And yeah, in the long term, the older generation that's holding on to old beliefs and outdated beliefs are going to move on and and in time over the next few generations however many long it takes it'll it'll balance out and there'll be other problems there's always going to be some driving force for our growth but right now to fast track it it really comes down to the to addressing the the psychological reasons behind why things are the way they are and why there are a, a big faction of people who are maintaining it for their is for their benefit in some ways um, but also it's just it's it's the way they've been brought up and the way they they believe it to be and don't want to change that or don't want to question that
come on, me growing up, right? When they were family and everyone were lucky for my wife and stuff, right? To get married and look at your horoscopes and whatever. They will introduce you to girls and say, here's someone who is fair. Therefore, she's a nice girl. Because she's fair, she's a nice girl. Okay? Right? And then they will show a woman who's a bit darker skinned. Right? And they'll say, even though she's dark, she's nice. Right? So what are you trying to say? That yes. fair people are nice and, nice and yes. beautiful and darker people are the worst they get They're from, mm. from the... From what's it, the Slytherin of, 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 of Hogwarts, right? Mm. Um, uh, yeah. yeah that, that, that's, that, that in itself is a personal experience of a normal cultural norm. And like the movie I was talking about when Jay was t- uh, saying to finish my thought, that the movie, there was a scene in a movie where it's a joke, a full-on joke, where he goes, uh, he walks in and, and I think there's, I don't know what happened, but there's some sort of explosion in the room, right? So, and then he turned black. So he, they do a black face, literal black face on him, fully black. And he said, look at, look at you, look at me. Look what, what you have done. You made me African or something. Okay. Okay, did the connection I, I go off? Hear, I didn't hear the last part of that. You were saying uh, you uh, made me African? Oh, the, the last part. Uh, yes, uh, in, a, in a demeaning way, the, the guy would say, you made me look like an African. Oh, okay. By making him black in in the in the explosion, uh, mm-hmm. in that whatever suit that went onto his face, and they're doing a blackface. Like, you know yes. how bad blackface is. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most racist thing you do. Naturally done in the movies. It's like a, just another scene. In fact, did you know that infamous ad from China? Infamous. No. Where infamous uh, washing machine ad. No. Okay, in the washing okay. machine. Yeah. Yeah, from China. From China. Washing machine ad saying, this is one of the best washing machines out there. See, it is so good. And she pulls a black guy. And right, a black guy. Takes a black guy, puts him in the washing machine, turns it on. Once he's done, he comes out white. Look, now no. he's perfect. Oh, shit. I am serious. <laughs> I am serious. It was a good old public ad. Wow. But see, that's the see, thing. Like, I, I feel like, especially like with the Asian community, there's a lot of media influence. So we... we uh, the older generation, and, and it's especially targeting the older generation that are slower to to change to this new normal. Even though, I mean, they're all inherently good people, it's changing their perspective, right? The, the 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 best way to reach them is through television, movies, uh, TV series, which is what they they generally tend to get a lot of the news from, or they they they, they enjoy watching, right? And Bollywood is a perfect example. Bollywood has been is a uh, is an advert of India, so it gets uh, not just it's not just televised in India; it's televised like pretty much in a lot of countries. So change the yeah. narrative, uh, and they, they they need to make the, that immediate change, like stop glorifying and making the actors look overtly like you know beautiful. Uh, I mean, there's there's no there's no need for that. Uh, the the super glam that they have with the, the bar, with the actors and actresses, it's like way OTT. It's like r- ridiculously over the top. And mm-hmm. change that a bit, like, you know, bring that down a bit. And also the choose what they what they screen, what they endorse, like skin whitening creams, like, oh, they should just ban that. There's no need for that. 
uh, getting mm. a bit more diversity from, I mean, India is a diverse country on its own from, like, we are not very fair to, to, to quite dark Indians and in, involve them, you know, and, and, you, and not just Indians as well in, in Bollywood movies, get different nationalities. Uh, I think that's one of the beauties of South Africa is that you're quite a divert, uh, diverse country. India being very mono race based, uh, when there's when there's uh, different nationalities that act in certain movies, they get ridiculed almost. They they get that foreigner tra- tag, and they're given very cliched roles. Uh, that needs to change as well. You know, change the narrative, give make it more uh, you know socially just. And I think with that, uh, once once that is there and that becomes a norm in Bollywood movies, then that older generation will change more of, uh, of there'll be more conversion from the older generation, and you'll get a fast track of of that uh, mindset being changed. No? Okay, it's. I think I, I'm drifting off as an. It's trying to force me to keep quiet about this. I think some the, the Indian support system. Indian guys who do the support <laughs> for are listening in and trying to prevent us from revealing the truth about the yes. Indian racism. Even, even, even in support, they are messing us around. I think so. I think so. Yeah, we we are uh, causing controversy. <laughs> exactly. The David and Larry are listening. <laughs> oh no! But I mean, I I, I think that's. Besides, uh, I think we summarized it quite well. Is that if you see it, uh, talk about it. You know, whether it's family members or friends. Like, I don't yeah. think there needs to be shaming. It's just about educating. Like, no, it's like get to know the person. It's not just about don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, pretty much that. You know? um, I remember, like my dad. I mean, you mentioned your story. My dad, when he was still in India uh, and he was studying in in university, postgraduate, he met a Nigerian gentleman there and became very good friends and he was the one who convinced him to seek opportunity in nigeria and that's how my dad ended up going to nigeria uh, and he never got to see him again i think they chatted a, a few times a handful of times um and he said he he wished he could go back and and like thank him because he was a very friendly guy uh, and opened up the opportunity for him to travel and uh, that's how i mean uh, he got married, and my me and my my sister were born in Nigeria, uh, and ended up here in South Africa. And, and he he used to talk about that very fondly. Both my parents used to talk about uh, that quite fondly. So there there are some people who have I think open minds, um, but there needs to be more uh, more of that in India. Mm. And across oh, Asia, I just wanted just want to update. Jay had a. Another connection, Larry and David and Ganesh, who are doing our support, cut his internet connection at home. <laughs> so, yes, so his internet, internet is down. He was trying to make a point about Indian racism. Some Indian guy who does the support cut him <laughs> off and cut off. Or whichever system he's using. He's saying, he's saying it's completely down and, I'm, and I'll try and contact you back. See what's happening. Oh my goodness, that's a conspiracy <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sure. Uh, this is why it's so subtle and so quiet and we don't hear about it. It's getting cut off at the source. <laughs> exactly. If yeah. you don't have the voice, then uh, yeah, let's hear yes. you talk now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
as a society, we need to call this out. We need to also stand up and actually show it. We see it at work all the time when they're demeaning black workers. We see it. We need to call it out and, and defend it. We can't be quiet because every time we think it's going to, you know, cost us our job or every, everyone fears for their life, right? But, you know, why is it just unique to us? Why do we have to just behave like everything is okay and be quiet? We've got to do it. We've got to do our part yeah. for sure. Yeah. Even if it's like what I think, and especially as, as, as males, there's always that locker room banter talk. Uh, it starts there also uh, because that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, for sure.